This is Defiance County Economic Development's Working It podcast, where we take a behind-the-scenes look at innovative companies located right here in our great county. They're working hard to make dynamic products and services for the nation and the world. Along with today's special guest, here's your hosts, Executive Director Erica Willitzer and Workforce and Marketing Manager Hannah Waterman. Well, thanks for joining us for the Working It podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Erica Willitzer, the Executive Director at Defiance County Economic Development. And I'm the other host, Hannah Waterman, the Marketing and Workforce Manager here at Defiance County Economic Development. And we have a very special guest, someone that I spend a lot of time with, Mayor Mike McCann, the Mayor of the City of Defiance. Thanks for coming today. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, my gosh. We're together almost all the time. I love working with you. You have a passion for the city, and you guys have a track record of getting things done. Well, I think, you know, I obviously enjoy working with you as well, Erica. I know you share those same passions, as does Hannah and Paige in your office. And I guess it's appropriate to use this term, since we are a a car town, a GM town, I think it's probably appropriate to say right now we're clicking on all cylinders. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to say that. We'll be clicking on all batteries or something. But yeah, I, I would say that we, we're at a point where we're asking ourselves, like, how much more can we take on? Right. Well, that you know, that, that's a fundamental question that we actually were talking about in the office this morning is as we look at our capacities. And I know we'll talk about this at some point here during this, this uh, conversation is you know, what's our capacity? What's our capacity on, uh, on water availability? We have an endless supply of water with the Maumee River and, and the reservoir, but the ability to treat that water, then our ability to process the waste at our wastewater plant, our, you know, the rest of our in- infrastructure, police, fire, rescue, uh, and, and workforce availability and housing. And, uh, you know, I know we'll touch on all that today and where we're at working on that, because as you know, we're working on all those things. Yeah. Well, A lot of people don't realize that we're working on that. A lot of times people that are residents of Defiance are really concerned about how they get from point A to point B. And that involves the roads. As quickly as possible. As quickly as possible. And I know that the city is working very hard because it's construction time on a lot of those things. What's what's going to be done? This show is going to air in July, so I'm sure there's a lot of projects that are in the works now that should be done by then. It's orange barrel season, if you will. Yeah, construction is well underway. As we're talking, we're just wrapping up the West High project. Uh, today when I drove through there, they were out uh, putting some dirt around, putting the stone shoulders down. They'll be planting grass and spreading straw. And so for all intents and purposes, that project is done, and it's a marvelous road. The railroad crossing is so smooth, you hardly even know you're going over it. And the approaches to the bridge over the Tiffin River, again, you hardly even know you're crossing. So it's it's a wonderful project. I've lived out there for eight Well, I've lived out there for 11 years, eight years that I've been mayor, and my neighbors are constantly saying, when are you going to do something about West High? So it's done. Other projects that we're working on around town, we're just our regular annual paving projects that we're doing, uh, that will be happening here very soon. And the other big project that people are seeing going on right now is the East Commerce Drive, or Commerce Drive. Right? We differentiate between East Commerce and West Commerce. The part of Commerce Drive that's east of Carpenter Road 
internally we refer to as East Commerce. Everything that's west of Carpenter Road that's undeveloped yet, but there's been some planning on it, is is West Commerce. But it's Commerce Drive, and Commerce Drive, we're completing uh, another six or seven hundred feet, and there's about a thousand feet left to go. But that project is completely all new infrastructure, all new water lines, all new sewer lines, all new stormwater lines, and with those stormwater is a lift station for the stormwater. Uh, curbs, gutters, telecommunications, fiber optics, gas lines, it's all there. Truly, it is one of our premier sites. It's the Harmon Business Park. And we wanted to touch upon some of the different sites that we have because we have some great sites in Defiance. And the Harmon Business Park is a, a joint venture that the city and Harmon Development Group paired up together to do. Yeah, it, you know, it's a long story. People have heard it so many, many times. I just happened to be at early on as my first year as mayor, my first month as mayor. I was at a regional growth partnership meeting in Toledo. They introduced Ed Harmon. I had read about Ed Harmon different times in the Blades, seen him on the Toledo newscasts. And uh, so I walked up and introduced myself. And from there, we developed a good working business relationship, a friendship where we're working together now, as you know. His efforts are what brought the A-Packaging group out there. We toured APAC a couple weeks ago, and what a nifty facility. Uh, we saw some new uh, machinery that they have on board there. Uh, they're making right now about 150 million foaming pumps a year with this new process that they have in place. And Erica, right next to what they have working now, is another piece of equipment that will produce another 150. So out of that facility, they'll be producing 300 million foaming pumps a year. And that's only really just the first phase of of their vision for what they want to be doing at that facility. Very soon, I think there'll be some announcements about some expansion in square footage, as well as the product line itself. You know that. We can talk about a little bit here. Yeah, but for those of you... Probably get in trouble for it. Well, probably. (laughs) But for those of you that don't know, that they make the dispensers for Bath and Body Works. Right, BBW. It's pretty pretty cool going through that facility, and you actually see that on there, and you're like, wow, that's being made in Defiance, Ohio. And I haven't had a chance to go to the Bath and Body Works at Northtown Mall, but it's my understanding that if you go out there and you look at it, look at the actual pumps, you can see the... APG name on those pumps, which means they very likely were made here, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. And, you know, speaking of that park, there's still plenty of room to develop a company there. Uh, We have all the land under control. You already mentioned we have all the infrastructure there. Here's the beauty of it. A lot of times companies want to expand but then they're like, uh, I don't know, you know, who, who am I going to use as a contractor? Well, if you come to Defiance, Ohio for the Harmon Business Park, right there, you have Harmon's group that they have a construction team. They have an engineering team. They can do it all for you and they can customize. Yeah, and, I, and I get the impression in my conversation with that, if for some reason somebody wants to use their own contractor, he is more than willing to sell ground or make ground available for somebody to use their own contractor. And gosh, we have good contractors, too, right here in Defiance that can uh, build those things as well. So you're absolutely correct. I uh, met with Ed. I don't know where I would. I met with Ed a couple weeks ago. I guess we were in Bud's having some pie just for the heck of it. And uh, we were. Which, we, by the way, everybody should just go and have pie just for the heck of it at yeah, Bud's in yeah. downtown. The yeah, best, yeah. The best we, pie. We should, but 
you know, I, you know, we talked, Ed and I talked about a couple things, the fact that, it, you know, the OSIP money that's out there, the Ohio Site Improvement Program, uh, looks like some of that money that was going towards spec buildings is maybe now going to go towards infrastructure. So we need to be thinking about completing that thousand feet of Commerce Drive to connect Carpenter with Domersville. So that'll be one conversation. But I, you know, I told Ed, I said, Ed, Erica's getting leads into the into the, her office every day, it seems like, and we look at these leads, and so many of them want an existing building. Mm-hmm. And we don't have, as you, you girls all know. We're at we, zero We're at yeah. 0% vacancy yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, our hotels don't even have vacancies. We're that full around here. But I, um, I said, we need to think about a spec building. And he said, you know, Mayor, the costs are starting to come back down on these things where that may be very viable idea. So that conversation just took place maybe two weeks ago. Uh, give Ed some time to marinate on it. Give us a little time to work on it. Maybe we can make something happen. That sounds awesome. Such an ideal location right there at the Harmon Business Park being so close to 24. The access points are pretty good. Well, I think that's one of the, the beauties of Defiance. We're in the middle of Toledo, Fort Wayne. And then not only do you have that area, but you also have the other side of the city, which is the Baltimore Avenue corridor. And then that's where we have the Enterprise Industrial Park. Um, and to Center Low Curly TKI, they are now building their plant. So you might be seeing the landscape change a little bit over in that area. Um, so they're there and we're getting a lot of other leads that also want to locate there. And then we have the mega site, um, which is another thing where if a mega site, if something lands in the mega site, which it's located, um, let me try, like just like Kraus Road, Whetstone, it's that area. Yeah, and it, you know, Hannah, you're right. Probably the ideal location for access to US 24 right now is indeed the Harmon Business Park. But as Erica just mentioned, certainly the mega site has good access. And we're really finding now that the pushback that we used to get on EIP is, is sort of fading away because it's been proven that. Even though there is the dual rail line for CSX there, that it's really not that difficult to get across it from time to time. And, and if you really have an issue, there's a back way. It's just when we've had our site visits, we've timed it where there were no trains. Right. Yeah. We know we, <laughs> okay. you know, we get that information from CSX no. and you schedule around that. I'm uh, joking. Right? There's no rail line. No. You know what? We're just very transparent on what we have there. And then we've worked with Melinda Sproul, your engineer, to, to look, at the, look at how, if we need to improve it, where we can create some t- turn lanes. We have a game plan in place if traffic there in, you know, increases. But I, I think that the transparency is good. When you're showing a site, you show the site, you say, here are the high points and here's the low points. And I would say that for the majority of, we, we have a lot of high points for all of our sites, but access into Inter- Enterprise Industrial Park is sometimes limited, but it's still not that bad. Well, you're right. We analyze it. We overanalyze it. And we analyze it some more and we, we look at all the downsides and the downsides. And you're absolutely correct. You know, in the interest of full disclosure, we, t- we tell people, this is what we see as a drawback to this site, that maybe there's going to be a train going through and you might have to wait a couple minutes and they look at you and go, so yeah, what's the big deal? And, you know, we worry about it, but none of them ever do. It was probably brought us up to us at one time by somebody, and all of a sudden we perceived it to be a problem, but it really isn't. Right. And then with the, the mega site, um, I think that that's another. We, we've been getting a lot of interest in the mega site. 
Um, nothing confirmed yet. Everybody's all excited. They, they call me on a regular basis like, oh, we're hearing this. I'm like, well, then you're not hearing it from our office. I don't know about that. So we, there's a lot of excitement surrounding that. And I think that's the one thing that we always are concerned about. Like, what if a bigger project or other other bigger projects come in? Like, the growth of the city, That's it's exciting, but it's also scary at the same time because you we don't really have enough housing as is right now. No, we don't. And, you know, we're looking at the housing problem and we've, we've talked and talked and talked about housing. It's been published in the newspaper. It's been talked about at city council. It's been talked about at our CIC meetings where the issue is the, the cost to acquire the ground and the cost to build all the infrastructure and I rattled that off a minute ago. You got to put in water lines, sewer lines, uh, storm stormwater management, plus all the infrastructure for stormwater. You got to put in gas lines, electric lines, telecommunications, cable. It makes me fiber exhausted. Optics, yeah, <laughs> gas lines. If I didn't already say that, so it's you put all that in, and you look at what it costs to buy the ground and add all that infrastructure, and all of a sudden, just the lot, Erica, just the lot, Hannah, is going to cost sixty, seventy thousand dollars. Oh, I didn't say sidewalks. I know I didn't say sidewalks. (laughs) So you put all that stuff in, you got a $70,000 lot, and now you want to build a home and you want to keep that home price, I'll say now, realistically, at $250,000 or below, and it's difficult, especially with the inflation we saw in in building materials and things. So although those prices are starting to come back down, so we're a little more optimistic, as you know, we've met with several builders that are out there. Northwest Ohio and Northeast Indiana, and we're starting to get some traction there. We had a great phone call today with folks from the Ohio Department of Development about some funding options, maybe make some of this happen, and there's tax incentives available. And I'm running out of air explaining all this. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. I mean, I, I think that if you're listening, you can tell, like, everybody always asks me, like, what's Defiance County doing differently, or what's Defiance doing differently? Why are you guys getting so many wins and I'm going to say, well, for all the wins that we've had, we've had a lot of loss. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we'll never make the Hall of Fame on our batting average when it no. comes to leads versus placements. But then, frankly, no economic development office or no city anywhere is going to because you get 100 leads and you get interest in two or three of them. And a lot of times, you know, you, you go hitless for that three or four at bat. And it can be frustrating too. Oh, <laughs> oh, talk about frustrating. I think it was my first, it was like my first six months here and we were working a $300 million deal and they told us that we made top two and then they called and said, hey, we want to have an hour long discussion with you. So I'm, I'm talking to the mayor, I'm talking to his team and we're all like, got it. We're, 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 we're going to get it. Yeah. And and then they didn't want the team members on. They just wanted myself and then the state executives on the call. And I thought, oh, that's a little weird. Okay, well, maybe, I don't know. I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm new at, at that position. So I was just like, I'm going to go with it. Well, it was the longest breakup I've ever experienced. It's never taken me an hour to fire somebody. <laughs> no, just, just rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> so that was um, brutal telling everybody. But, you know, the excitement for when you get a site visit, though, is, it is good. It outweighs let, the bad. Let's let's go on to talk about that project because uh-huh. the saving grace in that particular project for us was they named their site. They were 
going to go. And then for whatever reason, probably had something to do with the pandemic, they pulled the plug on it. So yeah. It never happened. So had we won and had we celebrated, and we would have celebrated, <laughs> um, it probably wouldn't have come here anyway. Yeah, it, you're right. It was a blessing that it didn't happen. And you know what? We've learned a lot going through all those site visits and in uh, even uh, the state um, Jobs Ohio and um, Regional Growth Partners, they've even said, wow, you guys, your team has honed in on, on your presentations. You know exactly what to say. Well, we know exactly what not to say, too. Yes, we do. Because we've, we've been called out on those yep. kinds of things. So um, it's and all... Sometimes you want to be brutally honest, but right. you, have, you, you have to hold back on You got to hold things. back a little bit, yep. yeah. So, so there's that piece. The other thing that we're noticing is a shift in our pitches to companies is before when I would um, do pitches in this position and then other, like when I first started, and then also in my other... Uh, my other career that I was doing in the utility industry when we would do pitches, um, they only wanted to know about the site and the infrastructure. That has shifted to a point where now I am actually talking about the quality of life initiatives that Defiance is doing. And it makes it really easy for me to do that because the city of Defiance, the Visitors Bureau, the Chamber, they're all working on all those things. And I don't know if this, if the people that are listening, the residents, realize just how much you guys are doing, but it is a lot. No, it, it, it is. And, and the quality of life is something that we've talked about for a long time. And and I often say, because I, I, I get it, we all get it, that for some Quality of life would be nothing more than having a roof over your head. Or a quality of life might just be three meals a day. But for others, it, you know, it goes beyond that. But you're right, Erica, in economic development 15 years ago, 10 years ago even, we didn't have to talk about our schools. We didn't have to talk about our parks. We didn't have to talk about the fact that we have a relatively low crime rate for the size of our city. We don't have to, we never had to talk about how we have a very good cost of living here. It's much cheaper to live in Defiance, Ohio. Our taxes are lower. Our food costs are lower. Even gas seems cheaper here a lot of times, even though people still complain about it. But it's just a it's just a more cost-effective place to live. And again, lower crime rate, great parks. We get compliments on our parks all the time. And we're, we're continuing to focus on that um, Melinda Sprow told me earlier in the week, again, Melinda, our city engineer, told me earlier in the week that, that we got a grant, um, I think it's a little over $1.5 million, Ooh. to build a sidewalk along Ayersville Avenue, basically from the intersection of Ayersville and Ottawa, all the way out to the city limits. So all the people wow. that live up and down that street, even going clear out to Ingalls Edition, are going to have access to a five-foot-wide sidewalk really that can get them all the way into downtown Defiance and from there really anywhere in town. So that's exciting. Now people are going to say you're going to start that project next week. Uh, no, we we might start it next year, but probably not till the year after in 2025. So although we start talking about it now, you understand there's a process we still have to go through, but that's 100% of funded. That's awesome. We'll have to do some engineering work on it and things mm-hmm. like that. But for the most part, we're going to get a, a sidewalk and you know, my, that east side has been an initiative of mine uh, since long before I was mayor. And uh, we've, we've, we've put a, a, a lot of resources in improving that east side, sidewalks, roundabout at 
Cleveland and Ottawa, and a bunch of other things. Carnes Avenue replaced, uh, rebuilt completely what is now the East Side Park, and it's paying dividends. Hannah, Erica, it's paying dividends because you can drive around that neighborhood, and I do, and you see new roofs, you yep. see new front doors, you see new windows, you see siding, you see people paving their driveways, they're keeping their landscaping up, they're mowing their lawns because they feel like, gosh, the city does care about us here, and if they care, then I should care too. And it's it's a renaissance. It's been a renaissance over there, and it's frankly exciting to be part of it. And people in my office, uh, Melinda Sprower, engineer, Nikki Warnerke, our city planner, deserve a boatload of credit for getting things done over there. Well, there's a lot of things. You know, you mentioned the downtown. There's a lot of things that you guys are working on in the downtown. I, I've seen just great improvements since I started. The lights that you, you, when you're driving in at night, that looks awesome. The 1918 building being lit up at night. Um, all the, I don't know what the technical term is. The Some murals are they, down there the, too. Well, the fuse boxes that you guys oh, put. Oh, the, 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 the control boxes the, for yeah. the traffic signals. Yeah, right. Those, like there's... The, I was walking downtown this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, these are every, like, there's so many different ones. So it just, it just creates this vibrancy that people like and it creates that, it makes people want to walk in your downtown. Well, it does. And, and, and we'll talk about walking in our downtown here before we, we go off the air, but it's, it's interesting how you can take a stainless steel box mm-hmm. and put a little wrap on it and all of a sudden it not only looks so much better, but we're able to pass along information. There's there's wayfinding and information on those boxes as well that show people that aren't familiar with our downtown how to get around. But, you know, you're absolutely correct. The excitement in our downtown has been wonderful. It's abs- I, I haven't really seen this much excitement in our downtown since, uh, really, since they built Northtown Mall. But, you know, you, 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 I'm sure you remember... Our, the first time we really sat down and got to talk after you came on board, and thank God you did. But uh, you used the word focus mm-hmm. in, in a sentence. I, you said, I'm going to focus on this. And I said, Eric, I'm going to tell you right now, I used to use that word too. I used to, we're going to focus on this. We can't focus on anything at the city. Now, I have my favorite things that I want to do in our parks and traffic safety and our our main infrastructure, water lines, sewer lines, streets. Uh, but we aren't focused on any of those. We just work at those like we work on so many things. But downtown is, is an area that we're putting some emphasis on, and for some very good reasons. Emphasis, focus seem like the similar words to Well, me. I don't, you know. Synonyms. You, you can do that synonyms.com <laughs> no, or whatever. But. No, but I think you, you can. So I, Simon Sinek has this book out, and it's like the sequel to his book that was really famous called The Why. And he said that if you are only focused on one thing, that you are going to miss everything else. And I think that's kind of the point that you're trying to drive home, is that you're trying to say, like, look, at the City of Defiance, we are juggling multiple things, and we have a great team, and they are targeting a lot of different things on very different days, potentially, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things that's helped is Ryan Mack, since he's on, been on board as our city administrator, has made a real effort on Tuesday nights to update city council on all the different projects. Of course, as Ryan's updating, people are seeing that on the YouTube channel that they might be watching or DCTV. 
or of course, Todd Helberg reports on it in the Crescent News. So everything that we're working on gets out there because a lot of things, unless it directly impacts people, they don't really know that it's happening. You have an app too. We have an app too, and we, you know, we we have rolled out uh, a new website with more information on it, and we're working to we're working to make even more improvements on that over the next year. I believe that uh, if people want to be communicated with by what's going on in the city of Defiance, they're going to have the means to do that. So, say uh, right here directly, we're going to be starting the Derbyshire projects probably sometime in July or August where we're going to be replacing some water lines, working on the drainage, replacing some sewer laterals, and then paving all the streets. Well, that directly impacts everybody that lives back in there mm-hmm. on Derbyshire and Wyandotte, whatever all Bassard and all the rest of the streets are. And uh, so they're going to want to be kept up to date. So they'll be able to go to our website, click on that particular project, and ask for regular updates. And then via email or text, they will get regular updates that will tell them what might be happening next. Because there's going to be times where there's going to be some streets closed and it's going to be difficult for them to get to work or get home. I suppose this fall, once the buses are running again, the buses are going to struggle getting around back in there as well. But it's a project that's long overdue, kind of like West High, and uh, we're happy to get it done. So you have a lot of things going on. You're getting a lot of things accomplished. You've been the mayor for how long now? I'm in my eighth year. What is the greatest joy you have in this position? Because clearly you, you like it because you wouldn't want to continue, right? <laughs> I do enjoy what I do. I won't say it's the greatest job I ever did because when I worked in the private sector, I enjoyed that as well. And you ask what the greatest reward is and what those two jobs had in common were I was always able to help people. Yeah. And, you know, I, I were able to help people. In my old job, we were able to make people's lives better for one reason or another. And at the city, for the most part, I make people's lives better. And, uh, you know, with the help of 185 wonderful people, uh, we, we get a lot of stuff done. But, you know, my, obviously the, the Harmon Business Park was a big win for us. Uh, the work that we've done out at Bronson, again, credit to Melinda and Nikki, uh, has been spectacular. I was out at this place pad yesterday and the kids running all over the place. The work we've done, all of our parks, I think... Now, since I've been mayor, I think we've touched every park in one way or another and, and made improvements. Oh, let's talk about Kingsbury because that's an improvement there. Yeah. Um, so what we did there, you know, many people have asked, you just moved the playground. Why did you move the playground? Well, we moved it to a, a higher elevation, as high as we could get it, so it's less prone to flooding. The old playground, some of the equipment was getting old and rickety, and it really wasn't safe. It was horribly inaccessible for anyone with any kind of a disability. So the new new playground is much more accessible for those that have might have some sort of a disability. It's certainly more colorful. <laughs> Very <and> bright. <laughs> it's, it's a much higher ground. Uh, it will flood sooner or later. The river will come up high enough that it will flood that playground. And we'll have to dig out all the mulch because it'll have river water in it. And we'll have to put in new mulch. But it won't happen as often as what it did at the old playground. So we're excited about it. Uh, Again, as as this is being played, I'm sure that playground is already open and being played on. I'm excited because I believe we'll be hosting the folks from uh, 
from Good Sam uh, down there. I think we'll have a pizza lunch for them, and, and because there's a swing swing there now that you'll be able to roll a wheelchair into, and, and those folks will be able to swing. That warms my heart. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Goodness, yeah. Well, we are getting close to, to wrapping up. Any- well, we can't. Yeah, we're just gonna have to go another half hour. We'll just we'll just have you back. How about okay. that? All right. Any any last words or things that you want to like make sure that the people listening know about? Well, we talked about how we are communicating with the public, but you know it's it's nice to hear from the community as well what what they're looking for us to do. So I would encourage people to go to our website. Uh, all of our telephone contact information is there. You have the ability to email the mayor or anyone else for that matter, but. Let us know what you're thinking about, what your problems are. I mean, we, we hear all the time about people driving excessively fast uh, through neighborhoods. So, you know, one message might be, hey, slow down. It's, it, it's, it's not as important that you put yourself at risk or someone else at risk, especially children, because you feel compelled to drive 40 miles an hour through a residential area where you shouldn't probably be going much over 20. So that those are the kinds of things that, we would ask get communicated to us if we need to watch an area for speed. We'll do that. Been very proactive on nuisance abatement, working hard on that. People can see what's been done in, in cooperation with the, uh, Vicki Myers and the Defiance County Land Bank, and I know you're part of that as well. And so, let me know what you're thinking. Okay, sounds good. Well, I want to thank you for all your service. I want to thank your wife, your beautiful wife, Lori. Because you need a good woman behind somebody that's doing as much work as you do. And she is definitely a, a supportive person. I know well, that. She, she certainly is. I love her to death. But, you know, it's kind of funny because that was once in a while my dad would get a little too far out over his skis. And my mother would often say, Richard, you know that behind every successful man, there's a woman. And so <laughs> in, in my case, everything that we've gotten done, my wife deserves a boatload of credit for. She does. She's one heck of a woman. She is. I, I'm not kidding you. Everywhere I go and when when her name comes up, everybody beams. <laughs> I mean, they do that to you, too. Let me tell you, you got like we what a lot of people don't realize is that the mayor and I are, are hosting a lot of foreign companies that come into defiance to look at different sites. And this guy right here has like this connection with the foreign people that come in like they immediately are drawn to you so both of you have charisma (laughs) and what i love most is that you have this passion for defiance ohio we love it yeah you do and your your uh, plates on your vehicle say it too yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) but thank you so much for coming today and i'm looking forward to to seeing what else we can accomplish in the city of defiance thank you thank you hannah and i know Paige isn't on the air here but she does a lot as well oh my gosh She's a rock star over there. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Find all of our Working It podcast episodes on our website, defiancecountyed.com, or your favorite podcast app like Apple, Google, or Spotify.